Yeah, we get we get nuts. Do you you want to start start with when strangers appear? Because it seems like you got a real boner for that one. Yeah, I do, and in fact, I'm very curious about one aspect of it that I think you're going to surprise me, but you might not. And I like that anticipation. Okay, tell you a story. Sure, why not? I had a bad dream the other night. Oh no! I was blowing my nose, and there was box elders in my boogers. Oh, that's terrible. And what happened was, earlier in the night, I was having a sparkling water over there, and I wasn't looking at my can, and I was feeling the side of it, and there was a bump, and I thought, wow, there's some some glue still on there from, yeah. from the 12-pack, and this box elder. You were was, touching the yeah, can? Yeah, I was poking at the box elder. God. Real grossed out. So then this dream, it goes on for like 15 minutes, is you know what it felt like in dream world. Where I just keep blowing my nose and digging deep, and it's kind of painful. And every time I do, more box elders come out. Some of them are stuck in the snob, but some of them, as soon as they come out of my nose, they start flying away. And I'm trying to smash them and kill them. It was really very disturbing and upsetting. Like, just yeah. the horrifying idea of there being hundreds of box elders crammed in your sinus cavities. Yeah, that's terrible. Why are they alive? And why were there no eggs? I had a weird dream once, and I remember this. It was like ages ago, where uh, there were um, spiders that, if you like, killed it with your flesh, like stepped on them or smashed it with your hand, um, a, a spider would grow underneath your skin, Ew. and the legs would come out only. So you'd have like spider legs coming out of the bottom of your feet. It was disturbing yeah it sounds disturbing it was alarming no thank you and it was erotic oh all those legs right <laughs> uh, well i'm jason and i'm jules and we doing filmographies can you hear me yeah can you hear you i feel like i hear me less than you but also that's no no don't touch it no no i'm not gonna touch the volume levels but i could raise the monitor level oh Let's like for me helps. to hear does that help anything maybe I was just thinking that maybe I can't hear my own voice quite as well because it's rocketing out of me. It's so lilting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we don't even number these anymore because the numbering's all weird because <laughs> yeah. Boy Soldiers isn't even a real film. Can't find Kick. We are covering Sleeping Beauties. This is number nine. Nope. It's got to be eight. Nine if you count Sleeping the Beauties. Shorts. Okay. But it's got to be eight. Because There's two left? No, this isn't even eight. We're, we're doing number nine this time. This is nine. There's no, one No, wait. Left. Nope, you're right. This is eight. <laughs> Nobody's baby is seven. Okay. When strangers appear is... is Shit, no. This is when strangers appear. <sighs> when strangers appear is nine. Because you haven't done the card yet. Right. The tenth one is that TV movie, the three-hour Holocaust TV movie uprising jesus well at least it's the jews fighting back like and that's a little bit of a different angle than we've seen we, once schindler's okay. list comes out do you need any more holocaust well movies? defiance is like the same thing right like i didn't watch that polish people in the woods yeah i don't want with uh daniel craig yeah Krager. the Krager. yeah yeah so you have really strong feelings about this movie. When Strangers Appear, yeah. a fantastic Rada Mitchell film. Yeah, it's uh, from 2001. Yes. It's an hour and 38 minutes long. 
rated feels, R. It feels long. Feels very long. Once you get to like, like once I got to the point, where I said, "Okay, this feels like the final showdown." I guess. Um, I was like, "God damn, this is." This is a, it's a weird movie because um, unless I was just completely zoning out, I was. Uh, there's about the good half hour in there where I'm not paying attention at all. Anyways. I got to get my notebook, but this is what I discovered about three quarters of the way through the movie, trying to figure out what is wrong with it. This is a noir movie that is horribly miscast. Yeah. That's that's it. It's like, it's got the setup to be a good, uh, a good noir movie. Mm-hmm. I got to get my notebook. Yeah, because you're going to do the synopses. Well, the synopses isn't in my notebook. Oh. It's in my ass. Oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't make any noise. I just moved my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Bum, 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 from asshole to breakfast. So I, I will just say this. Yes. Off the bat. This movie was filmed in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> the writer-director is New Zealander. Yeah. Uh, it apparently... That is fuck, I fucked it all up. I moved my cord. I'm so, I'm so fucking sorry, Julian. I'll just keep my finger. I'll finger it. Uh, apparently, it's been rumored an estimated $3 million budget. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay. The tagline is, don't serve coffee to strangers. Yeah. This is a part of Rodda Mitchell's waitress period. Our pie's all right. This is, this is what you do if you are a waitress, though, Julian. Who do you serve coffee to? Strangers, your family does not come into the diner every day. You do not know everybody that comes in. Well, that, that was you another... Serve, you serve coffee to strangers. Weird aspect. Yeah, of course. That was a weird aspect because it's like nobody was there. It, lo- it was a weird looking diner. It looks like an Art Deco house or like the, the garage from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And it's got this weird like surrounding gravel parking area. And <sighs> it's, it's weird, man. Let's sorry. I'm going to do the synopsis. Give me the so we synopsis. Can, we can really get shit talking on this fucking turd, which I, I actually kind of like. A man enters a roadside diner run by a young woman and claims he is being chased by murderers. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's set in Oregon. Is that okay? I thought it was kind of California. Sure. You know, like they're surfer dudes or whatever. It was credited as being filmed in sunny Foxton. The Hollywood of the South Seas. Foxton is in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, director, writer, Scott Reynolds. Seven directorial credits, six writing credits. Typically everything he wrote, he directed. None of it I've heard of. The Ugly, Heaven. The Ugly I actually know of. I have not seen it. It was available for rent at one of the video store jobs I had. And I would see it on the shelf. It was on the new release shelf. Hmm. And it looked like garbage. It was a horrible box. Yeah. It did not look like anything you would ever rent ever. You know, so obviously we have Rada Mitchell. She plays Beth. Uh, we have uh, uh, Josh Lucas, who plays Peter. Barry Watson, who is the only character that has that's credited with having two names. Jack Barrett. Seventh heaven, yeah. right where I want to be. Seventh heaven. He also was uncredited as himself in Ocean's Eleven. I'm assuming at the card game with yeah. Topher Grace. He must be, yeah. He was on that TV show, Wilfred, The Dog, and Elijah Wood, Gossip Girl. Uh, and then, of course, as well as being on Seventh Heaven, he uh, directed two episodes of Seventh Heaven as well. 
he got non-Hodgkin's lymphoma oh. that knocked him out for a few years because he was like a hot teen idol. Is that right? That was going to be in stuff. That's and then probably... suddenly, shaved head, shaved eyebrows. That's probably what landed him on... Uh, chemotherapy. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, then we got uh, Josh Lucas, of course. Everybody knows him. I've, un- I discovered him uh, in Under the Undertow. That sure. was like his launching movie. Why do you call it Under the Undertow? That's what it was credited as. It's called as. Undertow? See, I thought it was Undertow, but it's it said Undertow. Under the Undertow no. on IMDb. I'm like, no. I, he was um, really popping off from that film, the old Luke boy. It's like, what is it, like five or six years until he's in uh, Sweet Home Alabama? Dolrit's in it. Dolrit? Dolrit. 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 It is a David Gordon Green. Nice eye. Nice eye. Wouldn't that be memory? Are you saying that I have a nice eye and that I remembered that? You saw it in the ether and you channeled the fact that it's David Gordon Green. Thanks, man. Nice nice eye indeed. <laughs> uh, and just to kind of wrap it up, Keith Anderson played Bryce. Uh, he was, you know, risky business. Kevin Bryce. Anderson? Is it Kevin? Kevin Anderson? Is it Kevin? From like Lord of Illusions and Sleeping with the, the, the Cop, right? Yeah. Is it Kevin? I believe so. Oh, I thought it was Keith. I think he's in a million things. I got Gordon on the brain. Yeah. Aaron Wilson played Roger. Which one's Roger? <laughs> he was the uh, Alex Winter looking dude. The guy with the goofy hair a little bit? Yeah. The I liked him. I and loved I, him. I almost would rather have just watched a movie with him in it. Yeah. He has like almost no lines. Does he have any lines? One or two, maybe. I like his vibe. Just There's, background banter. Uh, there is some good things about this movie. This is a really weird movie. I have. Yeah. He was in the Dark Knight TV series. What? In New Zealand. It's. Or and it's not, but Batman related. It's just Forever Night. No, he was in a show called The Dark Knight. Okay, I just thought that was silly. He's also in Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. No, I know, I know about Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. So it's lumped in there with uh, Xena and Hercules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all played that. I don't even know what you'd call that. I mean, they made them all in New Zealand. I think that's what Sam Raimi made his billions of dollars making those those TV shows. Sure. Executive producing them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have these quotes. Okay. And it's been two weeks since we've watched these movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Boiling babies and burning books. And the people that come here now are locals and they're all too busy. Boiling babies and burning books to bother coming in here for brunch. And everybody else is either lost, trying to be lost, or they're just looking for the beach. Oh. They say that in the movie? Yeah, I think t- towards the beginning, I reckon, based on where it is on my sheet. Uh, I got one. Is it from Asshole to Breakfast? Cause I, it I, is. Is it? Uh, f- there is blood from Asshole to Breakfast in there. I have never seen anything like it. What is that? What is that? I don't... And when is Boiling Babies and Burning Books? These are sayings? I don't know. These are things maybe they say in New Zealand? Maybe. That they slipped into this? And we're supposed to be like, yep, I totally get what you mean. Because they also say stuff like carport. Yeah. Which we don't say. I think um, Bryce even mispronounces Oregon at one point. All right. They say. And the doctor's office is just called surgery. Wouldn't you like to know more about this movie, but there's nothing about it online? <laughs> yeah. It's an odd duck, man. So are we going to kick off with uh, Rada walking to work with a disc man on her butt? Yeah, boy. She's listening to some CDs. And you know it's skipping like a motherfucker. <laughs> I know, right? Even with like, the sport thing. So she's just walking down the street, and uh, an old beater comes flying past her, and she gives it the double finger up. Yeah, finger. man, that's very, is this 2001? Mm-hmm. How 2001 of her? How 1999 of her? Mm-hmm. The music sucked, too. Yeah. 
Uh, she gets to the diner. You know, it's it's a really pristine diner. Yeah, it's nice and clean, and it makes no sense. It She's doesn't. the waitress and the cook. It's just her. She owns it. She does. Uh, well, she says it was be- it was left to her, but the banks pretty much own it. Buddy, can you? I'm calling you, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how much money that diner loses every single day that it is open mm-hmm. with between one and zero customers, the amount of food that you are throwing away, and you have to have so much food in stock so that you can provide it to people? Of course, before they built that interstate, this place used to be packed. On a slow day, it'd be standing room only, and on a busy day, it'd be gridlock right out to the car park. This is a amazing money pit. Jenny? Jenny, you're here. Jenny's here. She's here. She's trying to get a laptop. We'll we'll let you know when it's time for the photography party. Hey, we're talking about your movie. Yeah, you love it. Hey, do you remember this quote, Jenny? Boiling, Boiling babies, babies and burning, burning books. books. You remember blood from breakfast to asshole? From asshole, asshole to, to breakfast. breakfast. From that one? You remember those lines? <laughs> those were some good ones from this movie, right? Yeah. You're our first special guest. Hey, you like to talk about movies? You like You like to watch movies and then talk about them? Yeah. <laughs> the family. Yep. So the car is there, right? Yeah. What? The car that drove past her? Oh, yeah. It's at the diner. It's just there already? No. Doesn't it show up after she's already setting the place up? I kind of feel like. Yeah, maybe. It I is. feel like he drove around the block. That's right. She like, turns exist. around or goes under the thing to get the money or whatever and comes back up. Doesn't notice that it's there, even though it's like something's obviously very different about the only windows you're looking out yeah so dude comes rolling in he's all disheveled busted uh, up yep bruised bruised and a little bloody on the cheek he's got like 80 cents somebody's been hitting him yeah excuse me yeah. How do you have no money what do you got for 80 half a hot dog you know so he just goes to the bathroom he's what is that thing in coming to america where you get like a uh, one wing or something isn't that what we're oh that's i'm gonna get you sucker how much for a soda uh 50 cents Fuck the cup. pulling him a hand for a dime <laughs> so the dude just goes to the bathroom he's like, i just need to go to the bathroom and he reveals that he's wounded they say it's a stab wound and he just kind of puts some bactine on it and, and goes back out. And at this point, Rada's got like a full spread breakfast waiting for him. Were those like fried tomatoes? Uh, I don't know. They're just like big red. Oh, don't they quarter tomatoes and like. Sa- saute it? Yeah, just a little bit. I, I get I, that must be what it is. Can we talk about this? It is a knife wound in him or it's a gunshot? It's a knife wound. He said that he was stabbed. Okay. This is part of his bad acting. I don't buy any of this if you've been stabbed. Hey, man, shouldn't you be, like, feverish and, like, mm-hmm. barely able to function? Like, the blood is spilling inside your body where it's not supposed to be. It's okay. Just got you some Tylenol, and there's a sandwich over there in case you're hungry. It, if you have a... I mean, we're talking about, like, a quarter-sized hole, although it's football-shaped. Yeah, he, he he's acting like he's got a, bru- a bruised rib. Blood. You'd be losing blood. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm just... I put a Band-Aid on... So I'm fine. I'll wrap it up tight and I'm good to go. You have to put like a tampon in there or something. And even then, yeah, there's all sorts of problems. Yeah, it's got to be closed. Either you sew it up or you get some super glue and you just, you know, feel glue, glue your shit. asshole shut. Mm-hmm. And so he's eating breakfast. She's kind of grilling him a little bit, but not like too much. But he's just she's like, nice but curious. But yeah, he starts he's to super get gruff. agitated. Well, I mean, he does, he has been stabbed and beaten. She doesn't know that. So, oh, those are some burps, huh? Yeah. And every time I burp, 
broccoli. So then the the boys roll in. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. And she looks back and 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 Seventh Heaven is gone. These boys are one of the best things about this movie. Yeah. Kind of feels like maybe it's because of the Alex Winter looking dude, but it kind of feels like a little Lost Boysy. Well, and I mean the best part about these three knuckleheads is how not intimidating or remotely scary they are for most of the movie. That's really works in their favor because mm-hmm. when this guy's talking about those are the bad guys, they fuck me up. They want to kill me. They'll kill you too. Mm-hmm. You're like these these guys. These guys. I mean, I don't necessarily believe that they're going surfing, but. <laughs> They do not look like killers. It's weird that they all have surfboards. I think they are going surfing, aren't they? they? Doesn't she meet them down on the beach at one point with their wetsuits on? She goes down there. Yeah, they they eventually are down there. But the other guy had a surfboard and like a really vintage, hard to find one. A Janice and Swallowtail. Did he steal that car? Is he going? I don't know. Uh-huh. So, you know, he's hiding. He's like, look, don't tell them I'm here because they're going to kill me. And he's got a knife and he's like threatening her. He's got a butter knife. For spreading, for spreading butter okay, on a piece I he of had toast, like a chopper. Like that's not gonna. No, mm. you know what? Do you, you you stab it through her eye? Like maybe if she doesn't move at all and you just jam it in her eye hole, it might go into the brain and kill her. But good luck piercing her skin anywhere else. Yeah, maybe you should have just like went out the back door and just kind of made yourself scarce. Just like go roll down afar. into a ravine. Yeah, and you know, and just kind of eyeball it because they don't. They aren't like actively looking for him too much. These aren't. They know he's in the area, so they're just around. But yeah, yeah. so you know, uh, their interactions are weird. They're pretty chill until like he asks her, "What does he ask her for? Syrup or something?" She Uh, goes in the kitchen and she talks to Barry for one second, and he's like, "Hey, what the fuck? Where's my creamer?" Excuse me. Skim is fine, half and half is fine, anything is fine, just as long as it comes from a cow. You know, and, and she gives him the thing, and he goes, oh, the whole thing, okay. She doesn't <laughs> like the carton, you know? Uh, and the one dude orders, like, a milkshake, and uh, they pay, they leave. Um, the dude comes out, Barry or whatever, he's still acting super shifty. I'm going to let this is go Is his up. name Barry? I don't think Did so. Did we already fuck it up? His last name is Barrett. Jack. Jack Barrett is the Seventh Heaven guy. What's his name in real life? Was it Barry Watson? It is Barry Watson. Yeah, okay. you're on it. All right. So uh, they leave, you know. They go about their business. I will never call them by their character names. I thought we established this uh, 22 episodes ago. Yeah. Barry, Rada, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, whatever works for you, man. Th- thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not about uh, to tell you what to do. I appreciate that. Uh, but don't do that. <laughs> I can't do so any better. So they leave, and she's like, dude, why are you... Get out. Just leave. I don't want any trouble. I don't know what's going on. Just vamos. It appears as if he cut her phone line. Yeah. He says, but maybe it was Josh Lucas and them. Some good paranoia there. It is. And so he leaves, but he collapses in the parking lot. Car park. And she goes out with her big-ass butcher knife like, dude, what, what are you doing? And he's just leaking blood on the ground. Can we also talk about how not cool she played it? When Barry is hiding slightly behind a wall, and yeah. those three guys are there, she's she clearly keeps... talking to something, and she's doing lots of like looks directly at him, and then looking at them. It's terrible. Fade out, fade back in. It's nighttime hours later. Josh Lucas is back there. She's closing up the shop, and he's going to give her a ride home. He's like, "I wanted to ask you out or whatever." Were you scared for her at this point? <sighs> I, I'm liking him a bit. Yeah, but I'm also like. 
This seems like this could be trouble getting into a stranger's car at night. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell because of the misdirection that they're making Barry seem really bad Uh and mysterious. And they're trying to make Josh Lucas seem nice, even though there's like a slight menacing undertone. But they also make that seem like that's a misunderstanding. So it's... it's hard to really get a bead. He's a little shark-like. Mm-hmm. Now, has have we met the sheriff yet? I feel like maybe we would have met the sheriff. He drove by her? Well, that lady in the beginning comes and screams at her at the diner That's with her true. daughter. Go home, Linda. There's a 500-yard restraining order on me, remember? It didn't work last time, and it won't work this time either. You know, I can't believe you're doing this in front of your own kid. I mean, what kind of parent are you? You fucking whore. And then eventually the... Does the sheriff show up when she's walking home from work or something? Maybe. And and he's like, I know I raped you, but I'm the sheriff around these parts. Well, he doesn't say that yet. She calls him a rapist. Yeah. Uh, And and I'm like, man, that's a real bad character flaw. Yeah. (laughs) For this guy. Really, really waiting for that guy to eat it. Yeah. The whole movie, once you find out he's a bad dude. She has contempt for him, but at the same time, it's like, there's been so much time that's passed after that and you're in a forced close proximity that she's also like natural around him too. Oh. It's hard to read. Uh, especially because his wife is like, you're cheating on my husband. But she's like, he raped me or attacked me, she says. You're cheating on my husband. Yeah. He does that, apologize later on, but... I don't think the phrasing's on there, right on there. Mm. You're cheating with my husband? You're cheating on my husband. You're cheating on my husband. She's on top of him. They're both dating him, <laughs> and she's sleeping with jo- Josh Lucas, yeah. so she's cheating on her... Okay. So they're back at the hotel. She runs that, too. Yeah, dude, what? She just goes yeah. right in. Can we talk about what her shift must be? What is it? Yeah, she does just she- works all day. And then she works from nine to midnight. Doesn't she say somebody else is coming in at midnight? Yeah. It's already dark out. Yeah. She's working three to four hours. I don't know. Who's working during the day? Who is working during the day? We didn't see them. We don't see anybody else in this movie. And these uh, motel rooms don't have front doors. They have sliding glass doors. Why would that be ever? I don't know. New Zealand, I guess. It's fucking weird. And there's like a room behind their room. That's like a storage room. Yeah, what's that about? Is she it goes like in, the maid's storage room? Does it connect the oh. length of the... It's <laughs> Questions. Uh-huh. So she, the boys are staying at the motel. We find out that she's got Barry stashed there. I find that the boys are starting to get a little bit scarier. A little bit. I'm a little bit nervous about them at night. I feel like she's going to vanish forever. They well, seem ominous just hanging out, drinking outside the hotel. Because when he gets out of the car with her, they're, they're catcalling him. Hey, look at that. Well, well. You know. And ah, like, the only female in this movie other than the angry wife. <laughs> Barry's there. He's busted up. Uh, so she's like, I'm going to take you to the doctor. And he's like, nah, I can't. And she's like, you gotta. So she takes him to the doctor, who is the only guy in town who um, she's friends with. How does she get him out of there? I, I don't know. I think I liked this doctor a little they bit. They just go out, They're I just guess. there. <laughs> All those guys hanging out up front. And they're just like... Nah, this isn't the one you're looking for. I'm going to take him for a ride in that car that nobody knows who it is. Yeah, I don't know. And so they get there, and the dude's like, I I mean, I got to report this, you know. She's like, don't. Yeah, he's like, just stitch me up and don't put me under. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a local. And so she's like, hey, doc, uh, I got this card in the mail that said I was a bitch slut. See that? And he goes, oh, yeah, okay. 
<laughs> and she's like, call me or whatever if anything happens. And she leaves. And goes, Wouldn't she just stay there? You'd think. That looks better than the hotel. She lives at the hotel? I guess. That isn't, that's sad. Because he says the guys, he was driving down the street, minding his own business. And these dudes drove him off the road because of a misunderstanding. And then stabbed him? Beat him up and stabbed him. Somehow he got away, I guess, and now Boy. they're just trying to hunt him down and kill him. Boy, doesn't that sound like not a true story at all? It's nonsense. <laughs> they beat you up, stabbed you, and you got away. Uh-huh. And now they're just hunting you. Okay. Why? Whatever, right? So, uh, I, th- it, does she then just go back to the hotel and go into the room at this point? Yeah, I think right around now is when I kind of started to zone out. Yeah. I, uh, what happened is... I was a bit into the movie, went out for a cigarette, no interest in the movie when I came back. I think it was it was the moment where I realized that there was more left of it than I had watched. I think I had watched like 44 minutes of it, and there was like an hour left almost. Yeah. And I was like, man, what could this movie possibly have to offer me over the next hour? So, now it's just like a very slow game of cat and mouse. I think it cuts to her walking down the street, and the cop pulls up. And we get that whole thing, and he's menacing. When did I get in a fight again? Better go for a spin and cool off. Lucky I did, huh? And he goes, whose car is this? That's funny. Actually weird, because you're just walking out here today. Daddy's inheritance finally kicked in, huh? You know, and she's looking through the trunk, and there's like a car radio and a VCR, just like a bunch of electronics and shit. Is this before she hides, she's snooping around their bedroom? I think then she goes back. Yeah, because they pull up while the cop's like menacing towards her. Oh, and it seems like they're going to kill that cop. And he's like, what are you guys, you guys drinking? You boys aware of the state of Oregon's laws pertaining to driving under the influence? And she just leaves, yeah. Did you think they were going to kill him? I did, big time, but I guess they didn't. So she goes right back to the hotel. You're still kind of not real sure if they are bad, bad guys. It's very unclear. You know, because, yeah, thus far, we haven't had any interactions with them by themselves. And as far as we can tell, they're just out mixing it up. Yeah. You know, we don't have any idea what kind of a town this is, how big it is, well, <laughs> what the knife, nightlife is. There's nothing to it. They're at that hotel in the middle of nowhere. You don't see anything. This yeah. is obviously filmed in New Zealand. There's nothing. Sure. But it's, so it's hard to tell what's going on around them to know how odd it is that these three guys are there. Yeah. Or this other guy. I think very weird. Very Although, weird. Although, the ocean being right there, I guess that would be a draw. I, I suppose, yeah. It's probably like $5 a night to stay in that fucking podunk hotel. Probably. So she's rifling in the room. There's a gun. There is, but she doesn't see it. Wouldn't you take it? Oh, she didn't see it. She doesn't see it. We see it. We do. They make a like point a nice of gun. showing it. Yeah, it's give a nice nickel-plated forty-five. I'll shoot somebody with that. You give me that gun, I'll shoot somebody with it. Deal? I don't think she uncovers anything, but they're coming back. So she hides in that strange storage closet. Yeah, so there's like a... Another room, she leaves, and now she's just in a storage closet, kind of listening to Doesn't them. Doesn't she go to sleep in there? That's a good question. She does. But but when they're leaving the next day, she looks out the window. Is the car parked on the back of the building? Because how is she able to... Unless it's a next... Maybe it's a room next door, and it's not behind it, and it's vacant, so they use it for storage. Is this boring to you? Very Did I much. make the right choice zoning out? I was trying to yeah. find out information about the movie, yeah. of which there is none, other than the trivia you read at the beginning. Yeah. So she calls the doctor to check up on him. No answer. Yep. She calls the sheriff. Bryce, go take a look. He's reluctant, but he does. He gets there, and there's a note on the door, 
right? And it says, uh, hey, I had to leave because of a, f- a family emergency. And then in parentheses, it goes, a family member died. It's like, family emergency is enough. Or death in a family. You don't need to be vague about why you've left and then specify parenthetically. That doesn't make any sense. This is so dumb. Like, she would know immediately this is not right. Yeah. Because that guy's there. The sheriff is there. Is it? She isn't there yet. Right. So he doesn't go in. He's like, oh, Tim left or whatever. She then comes back with Josh Lucas. Yeah. I think she maybe confronts him about Barry. I missed this part. He ripped us off. We caught him breaking into our car, so we ran him off the road, hit him a few times, but that's it. Wow. He gives that information up? Yeah, because then they go to the doctors, her and Josh. Yeah, I remember this part. And they get there, and there's just blood everywhere. Well, she doesn't know right away. He's the one that discovers it, right? She, Yeah, she goes in and he goes, there's a scalpel on the... Because we see Barry take a scalpel. And we see the note written on the computer, too. The computer's Is bloody. blood everywhere? Yep. <laughs> and, and he's like, you stay here. Don't touch anything. And he goes in and he's doing a good job of pretending like he's never been there. And he comes out and he's just like, there's blood from breakfast to Sunday, assholes, or whatever he says. <laughs> from asshole to breakfast. What does that mean? Either it's an actual colloquial saying in New Zealand, or it's like an attempt at noir, like Brick. Well, a Brick isn't... Brick's doing like a Shakespeare thing, I think. that's. I, I don't know. So... can Hey, do we... Hey, you, you're from New Zealand, right? Can you tell us? Call that hotline. 763-634-1897. There you go. You heard the number. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell us if you've heard that before. Yeah. And have you been boiling babies and burning books? Mm-hmm. Do you guys say that there? Is that how you talk to each other in the streets? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So at this point, he's like, the doctor's dead. The guy's missing. He's super dangerous. He's my brother. Oh, yeah. And he's on He's meds. off his medication. She finds a bottle of crazy meds in his car. God damn it. Now, this at this point, this we is, also see him... No. This is some really good gaslighting coming up. This yeah. is like, fuck. So Barry's walking down the street, and Bryce drives by. And, you know, the thing is, I like Bryce. That's the problem I'm grappling with, because he's a rapist. Yeah. It's really hard to get behind this guy. Well, it's because there's not any like good people in this movie, so you're conflicted when somebody uh, with acting chops and a bit of charm shows mm-hmm. up. Like, ah, he's not that bad. You know, I, you know what? I think I like him because he reminds me of Daniel from The Void. Don't do that. Beth! That sheriff's deputy. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got that sort of, he is the law, but he's also just like, just kind of podunk dude who drinks heavily and anyways he stops barry and he's like hey man what are you doing and he's like i'm just going about my business sheriff i don't mean any trouble and he says that a couple of times and he goes now there's that word again trouble <laughs> i just want to talk to you okay it's, but so he's going through the barry's bag and barry's slowly going to his left does he have a pistol barry yeah no he takes a drawer and smacks the sheriff in the face with it. I remember and this. Just movie. knocks him out cold. God, this movie's so stupid. So at this point, he seems really bad. Rada's with Lucas. He seems okay. Somehow she ends up back in the presence of Barry. And he's like, No, I've I've got this CD that has incriminating information on it. About Josh Lucas. It's an illegal copy of Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> yeah. He was on the development team and he wasn't supposed to have it. And and he goes, he's a really bad guy. 
And I think at some point, Bryce wakes up and calls her to warn her, but it's too late. And now they're back at the diner. And we saw that Josh Lucas had the dead doctor in his car. Yeah. He goes, okay, I'm going to go get Barry's car and I'm going to dump it. And then he looks at his car and there's a dead body in it. He goes down to the beach, to the Brohames, and he goes, hey, seal up that leak, right? Because the doctor's blood is leaking out. Of his butthole, so put some super glue in there uh-huh. and seal it in. He doesn't say, hey, cover up the body that's clearly visible. Just, it's leaking. Stop that. Why don't you just toss it in the water? You're hanging out down there. Yeah, why are you driving around with this dead guy? Or, I mean, you're obviously in the wilderness. Put it anywhere and the animals will eat it. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> no, go hold on to the body. So they're back at the diner now. Uh, Barry and Rada. Mm-hmm. And they're hungry. He goes, this is the, the CD that guy's looking for. And is it 101 Dalmatians on the CD, Rom? Yeah, he goes, it's in the bathroom. Let's go look. So they go into the bathroom and they go to look. Am I the one responsible for these recordings always going long? Yeah, you are. Uh, hey, I'm just trying to keep it going, but you have as much fun as you want. I am, I'm having a good time. So, so, okay, now there is a CD. Maybe this is real. Yeah. Right? But then Josh Lucas comes in with his boys. Oh, man, is he telling that made-up story about the CD again? I'm your brother. <laughs> I know. What is it? Are you a superhero this time? Or people are trying to kill you to get a top-secret CD of evidence back? Mm-hmm. So while all of this is happening, his boys are like, just get in there. And he's like, I could have talked about you, stupid idiot. I mean, you don't really need to, but... Yeah, you just... Shoot through those walls, kick the door down, and kill them. Yeah, Barry's like, if he gets in here, we're going to die. Yeah, this is dumb. So he starts filling up the sink with water because there's uh, some sort of an electrical device on the wall, and there's a cable that he wraps around the door handle, assuming that the water's going to overflow, the floor is going to be wet, and when they burst through the door, it's going to pull down the thing and kill Josh Lucas. So Rada climbs on the sink, goes into the ceiling because there's no window. Yeah. He gives her the CD. He's trying to climb up, but it's a flimsy sink. And he's slipping, and it bursts off the wall, and he falls on the ground and opens up his wound. And Josh Lucas kicks the door in, and the device falls and only kills Barry. I know, man. What? His death is for nothing. If there's that much water on the floor, chances are, Josh Lucas, it's under the door. I thought, like, yes. I thought maybe one of them would get away. At least one of them had to die. Mm -hmm. No. None of the bad guys die. Just old Barry. Yeah. And, And so... Only bad actor. The cops are awake at this point. Yeah. Thank you. A real shitter. Yeah. The cops awake. I think he makes his way there. You can hear the siren. So the boys recede into the evening. But the, you can tell that it's from New Zealand because the sirens are like, Will, mm-hmm. Will. Ah, ah. <laughs> uh, and, and so she's just up in the ceiling weeping. And, and, and uh, Bryce is, Rada. And he saves her. And they're driving, and they stop, right? Yeah, good idea. Yeah. And he he goes, look. Despite what you may think, I really am sorry. I I think the wife came in slightly before this and was like, I found out he was cheating with another who are not you. I'm sorry. And Rada tries to be nice. And she's like, you want a drink? You want to sit down? This was a weird line. She goes, no, I have to go now. Or I'll stay. But it was delivered in a way where I wasn't sure if she meant I have to leave or I'll stay if I don't leave right now. Or I have to leave or I'll stay. It was really a terrible line delivery. Yeah. And then she leaves anyways. So they're stopped. Do you know know what I would do? 
go like a town or two over. Mm-hmm. Keep driving to somewhere, another police station, like he said he was going to. But this is like New Zealand, so what, it's two hours to the next town? It's Oregon. So just go to Portland. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Who knows where this is? Eugene's probably close enough, but... So we don't ben? see, they don't see, but we see the boys are behind them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, crack. And Bryce looks down and he's been shot in the stomach. And how does this work, man? They're behind him? Did one of them levitate up into the sky to shoot downward to get him in the guts? You like know what that? it was? Huh. One of them was the JFK shooter. Oh, nice. I was also thinking maybe bullet bending like in the movie Wanted. Same thing. It's nope. just they just will it. To do with it, it, it like opened up the back door and snuck in, closed okay. the door real quiet, and then shot him. Pretty good. Pretty good. And so Rada gets out, starts running away. Good call. Don't dump his body out of the car and take the car. Go on foot. Run into the field. Yep. And it is a field. Oh, yeah. It's the, the hay bales everywhere. So they actually pull him out of the car, and they take the cop car. Yeah. And they run and drive into the field. There's yeah, hay why bales. did they get rid of the other car? Who knows? Wouldn't you... There's three of you. You could just have two cars between the three of you. Mm-hmm. That'd be smart. <laughs> yeah. So she chucks the CD and runs away, and they're Chuck, running, and they go- Chucked it real good. Hey, fuck it. Let's look for the CD instead. And Josh Lucas has on, like, bootcut jeans and, like, a really weird sweater. I like how he's, like, the nefarious leader of these gangsters. He's just a beatnik. Or whatever they are. Yeah, who knows, right? We don't ever find out what's going on with them. No, or what this CD is, or what- barry's connection is are you guys rich people is it what i mean they seem to kill with impunity and and they don't give a shit about anything so are they all in a gang and it's like surveillance footage is it like they're they don't seem like they'd be in a gang though misaligned tryouts for american idol that they don't ever want to get out there man so they're like let's just go get the cd and they run and they find the case and it's empty and josh lucas goes you bitch <laughs> you know, but she's gone. Yep. So at this point now, she's at a gas station. Yep. She creepy. Cr- she has. She's hurt though, isn't she? No. No. Not, not till yet. later. Not till later. Spoilers. She gets to the gas station. I know you didn't want any spoilers. Whoever's listening to this, because you were gonna watch it. <laughs> we see the shit kickers, Trans Am or whatever, parked outside. He's a real podunk, and she goes in and goes to the bathroom. I think. She's in the bathroom, and the boys roll up, and they're in. They're all dressed nice now for some reason. And the and the gas station employee waves them over. And he's like, "I got a camera in the toilet. You want to see what she's doing? <laughs> yeah, I want a circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do around here in Oregon. And 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 so they're hey, fill it up. And he's all like, "Hoo hoo." <laughs> <laughs> they're scary though. Yeah, he's like put off. Yeah, they're being aggressive, and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, they're milling around. And uh, Josh Lucas starts to go towards the restroom. I said, I, I think someone's in there. And he looks at him and he goes, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm Josh Lucas. Oh, from under the undertow? And and so he goes in, and it looks as if she had broken out of the bathroom window. And Josh Lucas leaves, but he doesn't leave. He just stays silent, closes the door. It's a good move. I like this move a lot. It is, but it's unnecessary because... He could just kick that door in. He does that. She doesn't think he's gone and reveals herself. He bursts in. He puts her up against the wall, reaches down her pants, finds the CD, uh, and then stabs her. They don't show us that, though. Not yet. Is it moments later that they reveal that he did that? I think it just off, comes out of driving, the bathroom. They're driving away and it flashes back. He just comes out of the bathroom and again, he has the case. 
But I thought she... No, there's a CD in it. There is, but I thought she chucked the case but kept the CD. What did she chuck? Anyways, they're driving away, and he goes, did you get it? And he goes, uh-huh. And he goes, did you, did you kill her? And he goes, shut up, bitch. I run this outfit. And he opens up the case, and lo and behold, uh, it's a Maroon 5 CD. But we do see that he he did stab Rada in the shank, much like Barry. Yeah, what? that's a spot to stab that's you. A signature. Doesn't he say something about it, too? Like he goes, you? look, you can get to a hospital, and you'll be fine. You got about an hour. 30 minutes. Why did Barry live for days? Bactine. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, at this point, they come back. She climbed out the window, I think. But she also took the guy's keys that runs the place. And they start slapping him around. Where the fuck is she? Blah, blah, blah. She sneaks into the car and she's like, he's got like 85 keys apparently. And none of them look just like a car key, I guess. Yeah. So she's trying all of his house keys. Yeah, house keys and car key. keys don't, don't look alike. And eventually she gets it to go and starts. They don't hear it. She puts it into gear and she peels out, makes a sharp U-turn, comes back, drives over a gas pump and crashes into their car. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this chick is loco. And they go out, and now everybody's covered in gas, and they're trying to get to her, and she's scrambling, and they beat her up a little bit. The attendant comes out with a sawed-off shotgun. Get on the ground and let her go! He shoots one of them. The biggest guy. You wouldn't shoot an unarmed man, would you? Come on, guy. Pulls out his knife. Dude shoots him, but he stabs the guy in the heart. They're both dead. So we got one bad guy dead. We got Alex Winter and we got Josh Lucas. She manages to get away, climb through their car. They're getting in on her. She pushes in the CD li- or the the cigarette lighter. The CD lighter's d- later. Yep. And and they're always covered in gas. I don't know if I mentioned that. She manages to get out of their car. Now she's in between their car and the building, and the door is closed. And they're both in the car. The cigarette lighter pops out which i guess is enough of a spark to light the whole car on fire i think it's pretty contained i don't think that would happen if it was if they fired out if it shot out maybe if it was natural gas you flip a light switch in a house that's got natural gas built up in it that spark is enough to blow it up well that's because it's been yeah it's a gas there's an an actual gas it's not just and there's an electric spark within the environment right it's not just the fumes which I'm assuming is what did this. But anyways, well, they... Well, because they say if you throw... I mean, we've already talked about this, but if you throw the cigarette into a puddle of gas, it doesn't ignite it. Yeah, exactly. So the cigarette lighter should have done it. It didn't... Co- I'm like, how is she going to get it out and touch them with it? But apparently that's not necessary. They just, boom, they're inferno, man. Yeah. And, and the gas is still pumping. Nobody's eyes are burning. Yeah. You know? This would be really unpleasant. Her wound isn't shrieking in pain. I think you pass out just from the fumes, breathing it in. I'd assume. And and so it, everything starts on fire and blowing up outside. She makes her way back in, and it's just, it's weird. It's like we see her, and over her shoulder, shit's just, the Trans Am then starts on fire, and then the gas tanks blow up, and she's just standing there, like, looking for a cigarette. And she finds one, and she puts it in her mouth, and she's about to light it when the sprinkler system goes off and wets her cigarette. And she can't light it. She would have blown up. She w- definitely would have. Yeah. And it ends. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah, this is the thing you've been waiting to ask me for like two weeks, right? Yeah. Please. 
Did you see the post credit scene? No, there's a post credit scene? Yeah. Shut up. Is this I a swear trick? To God. No. I even recorded it on my phone if you want to watch it. Really? You want to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> we were just making fun of post credit scenes in it, one of these episodes. It was so weird. I'm sitting here and I'm like, what if I skip to the end and there's a post credit scene? Oh, here. You got to I got to I got to take that. Yeah. So for the viewers, the basic gist is that we're looking at a home camcorder recording of two knuckleheads at the gas station now, you know, after it's probably been closed for a crime scene. And they're just smashing beers and, whoa, look at this Trans Am that was on fire and shit, right? And it slowly builds to them now behind the register because she never retrieved the CD from the tray that has whatever evidence on it Josh Lucas was trying to get from Barry. And now we see the CD and one of the dudes picks it up and it ends, suggesting there's going to be a sequel. Yeah, it goes for a little while. <laughs> okay, there's eight seconds left. Oh, that was, it's looping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It feels like the end of like a Ring movie or something, right? Where somebody like finds the VHS and you're like, oh no, but... How is there such a worthless post credit sequence? Well, it's stupid because, A, we don't know what's on that disc. But whatever it is, everybody involved is dead. So you don't have Rana? to worry about Josh. Well, she's inconsequential because she, she doesn't care about the disc. The boys want it, but they're all dead. So whatever's on that disc, if it was related to a crime or something that they did, who cares that some guy just found it? I thought you were going to tell me Josh Lucas was still alive. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, he's all burned and creeps out of somewhere and kills them. Yeah, or it wasn't him in the car the whole time. <laughs> so, <sighs> so, yeah, I was wondering. I wonder if Jason saw this, because this is really dumb and completely unnecessary. What you this movie, it's uh, it's too bad it's been so long since I watched it, because I had more of a clear feeling on it back then. But I liked parts of it. It's bad. Mm -hmm. It was fun bad, though. The last half hour was pretty balls to the walls. What the fuck? It gets what? really action-orientated at the end there. Yeah, it's kind of kick-ass a little bit, but stupid still. Mm -hmm. And Josh Lucas is kind of awesome in it. Mm -hmm. And like that film. Alex Winter guy, he was good too, man. Yeah. You know, uh, I liked Bryce, even though I probably shouldn't. Yeah, those three guys go from chill to, like, now we're here to kill you. Yeah, we just kill. We don't give a fuck. We're immune to electricity. <laughs> when we step in electrified puddles, not a problem. Yeah. Oh, I guess if they're wearing rubber boots. So that was <sighs> when strangers arrive. When strangers appear. Appear. So that's that, man. <sighs> okay, well, I mean, what would, you, what would you score this? The movie itself? Yeah. It's a tough one. Because there are good elements and for the most part you know the directing is fine i don't think it's really some of the performances are maybe a little uneven i mean i would argue the performances and the writing are the problem the directing's okay yeah the writing four that's a little harsh i'm thinking of five yeah it's a five. It's not a six. Mm -mm. That last half hour is a six. Mm -hmm. That last little window of craziness is a six. But all the rest of it is not. What about Rada? Yeah, boy. She's good. Yeah? <sighs> what about how awful she is when she's 
trying to be low key at the diner when Barry's hiding and that's bad true. guys are there. That's like she looks good. She's really she's terrible that in that. Boy, yeah, man. I, I think <sighs> single. Yeah, single. Yeah, yeah. The gas station attendant interactions were interesting. I liked him. Yeah, I thought he was like he seemed like a good country boy. He did. <sighs> All right. Um. So we're on Facebook. Yep. Instagram. Yep. Uh, YouTube, Reddit. Yep. Gmail. Gmail all. We doing filmographies. filmographies. And then you add it at gmail.com. Yep. Do filmographies on Twitter. Yep. You sure can do those filmographies on Twitter. YouTube. Uh, I'll do a, a recommendation. Okay. So adding a million people on Instagram, <laughs> I come across all sorts of different podcasts. And I often try to try them out. And I found one that I actually like quite a bit. It's called Five Films From. Oh. It's hosted by these two guys. They do a weird, like, two and a half hour episode with all five of the movies. Oh. And that comes out first. And then they release the half hour, 40 minute, you know, just one movie at a time after that. Is it the next one? edited from the larger episode? Yeah. Or, or do they go back and then do... No, they just chop it up. Okay. But it's good. I like their... What are the movies five of and from? Dude, they just did. I'm I'm listening to the Burt Reynolds episode right now. Okay, it's Burt Reynolds directorial efforts, like oh. Gator, and then God, what is it? This is the end or something like that, where he's trying to kill himself and goes to a mental institution, and Dom DeLuise is in it, and apparently it's quite funny. Yeah, pretty interesting. Hmm. So but, they they only choose some sort of a film that there's five of them. Like, are there only five movies? No, they that... go after, like, a director, like John Carpenter. Okay. And they pick five, like, straight-up horror movies from okay. Carpenter. The five that they want to do. Sure. Maybe they'll come back to more. And they're interesting. Like, they also did Patty Shayefsky, who's a writer. Hmm. So they did, like, five of the movies that he wrote. Okay. But mainly, I think it's mostly directors. Okay. They're entertaining. I don't know. It's an older guy and a younger guy. And they laugh. Like and us. They, and they do, <laughs> they do the thing that you do with all the clips. Oh, and then, yeah, and then putting in little exclamation point clips from other things that you okay. know, highlight what they just said. Like cool. They repeat a word too often. Yeah, but it's entertaining. I, I liked them. It was a. It's a nice thing to come across. Being a person that listens to movie podcasts and enjoys them, especially when I'm at work on the weekends, mm-hmm. it was cool to stumble across one. Yeah. Inadvertently trying to get people to listen to this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see you next week with. I, the- it, Probably that movie. The, the war movie? The Holocaust movie? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. What is it called? I don't know. Undeclared. No, that's not <laughs> it. Oh, man, we should know. Lily Sobieski's in it. Yeah. And Hank Azaria. David Schwimmer? Oh, that's yeah, that's right. But we can't remember it. We should look this up. This is probably... Yeah. If it wasn't a Holocaust movie, I'd probably be like, whatever, fuck it, that's funny. Mm-hmm. But this seems slightly disrespectful. Uh, a little bit. We're all right. Oh, no, Uprising. Oh, sure. That's right. We already talked about that. Yeah. Two hours and 57 minutes. She's going to play Mira Fruckner. Oh, sure. Of course. All right. All right. Bye. Arrivederci, baby. We're going to have to cut this? Yeah. All this whole, all of this. But, all the, yeah. Yeah. yeah.